You're listening to The Rundown Podcast with the Midday Warriors. So a new segment here on the um, on the Midday Rundown Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Rundown Podcast, or as Zach Stanish likes to call it, The Midday Rundown. <laughs> Oh, that Hello, was a shocker. And Zach. Thanks for joining me, boys. Not my best, that one, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty flat after that, to be honest. But You anyway. look pretty flat. Yeah, look, it is 6.30pm on a Wednesday, so that, that, that could be another reason. But no, it's um. <laughs> other than that, happy to be here. How are you, Daniel? I'm happy to be do, here as well, mate. Do we need to hear that again? I think no, we do. Oh, Just oh my good, man. The people at home, give them what they want, I think. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so a new segment here on the um, on the... Midday Rundown podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh actually taking the PI yeah, double look, five. Not, not, not happy about it, but it's all right. Uh, yeah, look, mate, I am um, sorry I had to do that to you, but that was too funny last week. Um, <laughs> we let you off on the hook last week, but... Off on the hook? Let you off the hook, I said. Yeah, yeah, you, you're one that can talk. I'm just trying to take the take the heat off me, but that's all right. Uh, all right, let's be quick because we do have to get out of here. It is pretty late. It, Wednesday, the 3rd of August, uh, 6.30 at night. Bit of a nighttime pod, just the three of us. No James this week. Um, had the day off, so... Run down um, podcast up late. Yeah, that's it, mate. Um, I'm your host, Aiden Payne. I know I didn't introduce myself a little bit earlier, so probably better late now than ever. Anyway, um... Boys, what uh, are you going to introduce us? Already, he already did, man. Oh, well, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is a shambles already. <laughs> that's all right. That's I'm right. not going to ask us what corner. Right, let's just dive straight into it. It's the biggest news. It's caught the whole world, the entire racing world, by storm, and that is Oscar Piastri, who has announced that he's not driving for Alpine next year after. Alpine announced Oscar as the drive for 2023. What, boys? I I still can't compute it. This has just ruined me. Like, you went to bed last night thinking, oh, yeah, Fernando Alonso has gone to Aston Martin. That means that Oscar is just going to slide into the Alpine We were waiting for the news, weren't we? We were just waiting for it. It was just, you know, the back page was was already saved. Like, it was just, hey, we were all all expecting it. And then, well, I mean, we we got it briefly there, didn't we? And then Oscar's just gone... See you later, Alpine. Have have some of this, and then yeah, it's the whole F one world's just gone into a frenzy. Yeah, obviously, Shepparton's very own Oscar Piastri. Yeah, um, yeah, been driving in Formula Two. For those that aren't aren't aware, Oscar does have uh, extremely close, um, you know, family ties to Shepparton. He's both of his grandparents on both sides of the family live in Shepparton. Uh, shout out to Dale and Kath and, and Robin and Huey. So um, yeah, they both live in Shepparton. He's got yeah extended family still in the region. So. That is w- the reason why Oscar is, uh, I guess, irrelevant to the Shep uh, news and, and our reader base. So, but yeah, sorry, Daniel, to cut you off. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. It. I just sort of like give a bit of context for those at home that, that maybe aren't the biggest Formula One fans in the world. But um, yeah, he's he's been driving for Alpine in the in the twos, I suppose, the midday warriors of the, uh, the Formula One world. Why hasn't he been a, <laughs> a weekly lunchtime league legend? Maybe, maybe this week. We, we don't have one yet. So. Oh, I've got a couple in mind. Anyway, uh, we'll save that for later on. Don't want to give it away too early. Uh, we'll, yeah, park that one. Um, um, but yeah, obviously he's been driving in Formula Two um, and then this year he's just sort of been waiting in the wings ready to... Reserve driver. Yep. Yeah, ready to, to take that spot in... In Formula One and, and yeah, Fernando Alonso who who currently drives for Alpine's gone and, 
and everyone's assumed, including Alpine themselves, that that Oscar's taken the main job and 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 now he's not. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's just, just crazy. Yeah, because like floored me. Like, what other team could he go to? Because I mean, Alpine's obviously you know, the best of the rest at the moment outside of the big three: Mercedes, Red Ferrari, Bull, and Red Ferrari. Bull. Yeah, and I know. You yeah. forgot to mention Haas. And, but, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, all all you know, all their drivers are locked in. So yeah, I just I just, can't, I just don't don't understand it. Yeah, like it, honestly, it did. It floored me. As Daniel, you said it gobsmacked you. Oh, you're bamboozled. I was bamboozled. And it's the the ramifications are pretty interesting. Like we've had Vettel go from um, Aston Martin. Mm. Alonso's gone there. Now we've got Piastri, you know, not going to Alpine. Who's going to be there? Who's, yeah, is it a switcheroo happening? Yeah, exactly. So so is it a case of uh, Danny Rick, fellow Australian, just jumping back? Uh, to Alpine and, and Oscar moving to McLaren because that is what you know rumor that Mill is firing at the moment it. with Lando Astro to Le- McLaren. Lando and Oscar would be a nice, n- nice little duo down there at McLaren. I reckon. I think whoever gets whoever gets Oscar is, you know, I, I think they they're getting a, a future world champion. And I'm only saying like I'm not saying that because obviously I have uh, followed Oscar's uh, career for the last couple of years, seasons now, um, pretty closely. I'm not just saying that as a bit of a fanboy, but I honestly think that he has the the talent and the skill to be world yeah, champion. I mean, he look with the pedigree. I mean, yeah, Formula Two champion, you know, Formula Three, Formula champion Three champion. Well. You know, he's done all the right things so far. So, yeah, maybe it is going and, going into one of those big big three, and there's going to be another massive move. I don't know. And that's the thing. He's you know copying and re- replicating. I should say replicating the form and. I guess the awards and, and the trophies that the big drivers like Charles Leclerc and, and George Russell had been doing, and look look at them now, like they are challenging for wins, and and Charles is up there challenge, challenging for a world championship. So yeah, I can't see why Oscar can't be the same. I'm so excited. I can just I, see it, mate. Oh, 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 day he just walked in here, and you could just see, he just look lost. It's, I think he just exciting, he just though. walked in, and it was just like. His, his brain was just on, on another planet, I reckon. Like, it was just I just... Because oh, I honestly thought... He's been with Alpine now for four years, like, as an academy driver. You know, done the hard yards, done, you know, won his uh, trophies. And, yeah, I kind of just thought, Oscar to Alpine, that is what, that's it. That's what's happening. That's just where this progression's going. But, yeah... Oscar's uh, had other ideas, so um, it's been. I'm actually so excited to to to, to yeah. hear what team it is. Like, I know. I just oh, I can't wait. But it's uh, be big. yeah, so that hopefully to our you know listeners, um, we've kind of encapsulated what today was like in the office. Um, I was doing a bit of filming as well for my you know, digital yeah my, my digi- digital news uh, academy that I've been doing. Cameraman but, Zach, yeah, and camera yeah, Zach's been helping me out with the you know behind the lens, so. Um, it's been all happening today. We've had bulk meetings and yeah, it's just all over the joint. Hence why it's 6.30 and we're doing no, this now. No KDL coach wanted to answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> that's another story. No. <laughs> a story for another day. Um, another day. But yeah, we do have a, a big podcast coming up, a big episode. Uh, Josh Waite, the Shepparton Gators head coach. We had a, a little bit of a chat to Josh earlier today um, ahead of this weekend's elimination final where the, the Gators take on RMIT uh, in yeah, the big V Division One championship going to be absolutely massive for uh yeah. I mean, we'll talk about it a bit later, but yeah, yeah. The the, the Shepparton Sports Stadium is going to be packed. We were down there um, actually just you know, about an hour ago, and the and, and the Gators boys themselves were were out there. I'm um, putting the uh, the temporary stands up on on the second court, so you you, you know when that happens, it's going to be a big crowd. So. No, it's uh, exciting times for everyone down there at Gatorland. Yeah, and that's another thing. I can't wait for that. Saturday night at the Swamp. 
7 p.m. It's be heaving. Se- 7 p.m. at the Swamp versus RMIT Redbacks. Temporary grandstands. Temporary there? grandstands. Yeah, man. I just I just said it if you're <laughs> listening. But um, yeah, it's going to be. Beers will be flowing. Five, beers will be five flowing. beers. Jeez, I, I hope they don't put a bit of a you know final tax. tax yeah. <laughs> and if they do, I'll be disappointed. But yeah, well, obviously we'll we'll hear from Josh later. But yeah, just just a bit of a precursor. Um, yeah. No. Nah, get down there. Yeah, that's it. Get down there. We implore everyone uh, who's not doing anything to get down there on Saturday night. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll move through. Have you got any uh, anything interesting that caught our eye? I know we normally uh, run with that, but I know Oscar and has kind of uh, taken it's kind up of a take, bit yeah, of, um, it's kind of taken it away. David Mundy. Yes, Seymour's Seymour's finest. Seymour's favourite son. You're, you're coming into my turf a little bit. Here, coming into your turf. Well, <laughs> I've seen Seymour two weeks in a row. Um, may as well keep talking about him. Um, yeah, obviously he's uh, hanging up the boots, which is uh, pretty crazy. Cause yeah. You know, I thought he'd never retire. I thought he'd be 100. <laughs> 19 years. Yeah. It's a, it's a long time. He's played in every single Fremantle uh, Dockers Guernsey design. How good is that? That's yeah, it's just, that's just wholesome. Um, good, great good I've played in every Tasmanian AFL team design. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <Come on. laughs> that was a good one. I don't mind that. Yeah, no, that was, uh, that was big news on um, Monday that dropped or Tuesday. Monday. Yeah, uh, one of the days. Monday, I believe it was. <laughs> um, I guess whilst we're on that, Jamie Elliott, Euro's finest, plays his 150th this weekend. And yeah. Ollie Wines. Ollie Wines plays 200th in the, yeah. uh, in the, port, is, um, in, yeah, in the port loss to uh, Collingwood, which is... Good day for, for uh, me. Come on, mate. <laughs> a good day for you in the crom, is it? Yeah, we you want to go there? Nah, we'll, that's not. We'll, 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 we'll leave it out. We'll we all know the crom are a mess. Yeah. Yeah. They, they won on the weekend. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, what, what caught my eye? Nah, well, what did you catch it? Right? I mean, can I jump in? Yeah, mate. Of course. Because I, I, I can see you just trying to think. You haven't got anything. No, I've got something. You have got something. Paul Kirby, oh, the yeah. coach. He's uh, he stepped down. He's told the doggies that. Um, yeah, he needs a break from coaching. So, uh, yeah, Curbs won't be there next year in uh, 2023. And he's been in the role now for three years. So it's going to be pretty, uh, yeah, pretty sad to see him go. Big um, shoes to fill. Very yeah. Good bloke, uh, well, he's, he's a t- yeah, tall fella. Um, <laughs> Not what I meant. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> no, nah, nah, look, he's a, a club legend, won a couple of um, senior football flags and multiple be- best and fairests. Um, so, yeah, a, a huge loss for the club, but... Um, no, I guess I'm just, you know, you're always happy to see, um, you know, he's, he's leaving on his terms and he's, you know, he felt like this is the right time to depart and now the club can you know, have a bit of time now to try and recruit and sounds like they are putting uh, their sights on some, you know. Some big names. Some big names. So watch this space. Who, who could be safe? Alistair Clarks. No. I think Alistair might be a little <laughs> bit busy. I, I've heard he's in, he's in the market though. Yeah. yeah. He could be in the it's market. Look, mate. Nathan Buckley? Mate, what's he up to? Mate, the tap boys might have a couple of mil just laying around. I'm not <laughs> sure. Look, they might get them. But look, it, yeah. So I'm uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what happens there. But yeah, Zach, what uh, caught your eye? Oh, just the, the Marutner footy club on the weekend. Um, getting to that ma- magical 12-win 12, 12 mark. They, which, got, uh, they got to their 11th win of the 11th season. 11th win, sorry. On the weekend, mate. Oh, <laughs> not the magic 12. Oh, I mean, they've all but secured their... They're out there spot in the finals after uh, you know it's been it's been a long while. Twenty fourteen, last time the Catters uh, made the finals, and yeah, they uh, did it in grand style with a nice win against Seymour. All, all three of us were down there and had a look. Um, but yeah, what caught my eye was a bit some uh, inspirational words from, from from Johnny Lamont at three quarter time. <laughs> this is good. I like where this is going. Caught my ear. Actually. <laughs> hey, he caught, he caught my ear. Am I? Hey, you see, you see him. You're, you're in the coach's box, and you see, he's run, you see him just galloping across the field. Like, uh, would it you, is would, majestic. Yeah, yeah. Would you, would you, seeing him charge down would you the race. Call, yeah, it's like would, charging down the race and just, yeah. you know, 
sprinting across the field yeah. at quarter time. Would you guys call it a call it a gallop? I think it's I think it's a gallop. I'd more call it a, more of a like a lunge. A it's lunge. Like, he's like he's I know he's, it's kind he's of, got his arms. Just, it's kind it's of like a, that guy of uh, Happy Gilmore. He's like, hey, that ball belongs to Mr. Gilmore, and he like sprints <laughs> down the fairway. Like it's kind of reminds me of that. It's like gallivanting down the. F- down the fairway there yes, Johnny. absolutely. Yeah. Daniel's you don't, me like, what are you talking about? You don't, you don't see it often though. That's just, you know, he just runs to the huddle to maximise the time he spends with the so team. He just loves it so much, yeah. It's, it's pretty and incredible he's in the, in the coach's box. He's yelling stuff out of the coach's box. It's, it's fantastic. But anyway. The stall gift. The stall gift, this is where yeah, it's going. exactly. Sorry, so, I thought you just forgot about it. Mate, <laughs> I just don't, I, I, I just don't know how he, um, how he does it. But yeah, he's just got this fantastic, um, yeah. Way That's with what words. Yeah, metaphor. Yeah, saying that you know the boys are at the stall gift. They're they're almost at the end, and yeah, they had an inspiration. I mean, they, they lost the last quarter, but still. Um, yeah, I, I think it was more. It was tricky to to really listen in on what he was saying, but yeah, the stall gift. I, I'm pretty certain he was getting it repeated efforts. You know. It's like the stole gift. Every run up and down the field, repeated efforts. I think that's what he was aiming for. And yeah, like it was pretty like he was, was on your back, just like standing up. And yeah, I want to run through a brick wall for you, Johnny. And yeah, the, the the way they played throughout, you know, for most of the day, I thought was was really good. They were you know energetic. They're obviously, they're a very young team. They don't have met too many experienced campaigners. I think obviously Jackson Trengove, you know, is, is, you know, the veteran there kicked kicked had a bit of a um you know bit a bit of moment in the third term. You know, really caught fire there. So. Yeah, I just thought, you know, watching them play, they, you know, they played with a lot of energy, a lot, a lot of young kids running around. Yeah, not not many are getting big uh, to, to disposable numbers, so you can tell it's a really team effort. And, yeah, I just thought, yeah, watching them play really caught my eye. Oh, that's, that's very good, mate. Just, uh, yeah, I'm just... <laughs> little kids, just little, little kids, mate. I just, I just love the boys. Speaking of um, Marupna wins, how about the A-grade netballs? True, oh, that what was... What a thriller. That was that a great thriller. game. But just... I can't believe that it's so. It's opened up the competition now. It certainly has because yeah, that that obviously puts Shepherd and United level with Seymour. So Seymour don't have that uh, one win break anymore. And yes, the the Lions this week face Uroa, who they uh, who they lost to you know, earlier in the season. So yeah, it's just opened up a, a world of possibilities. And yeah, um, Marupna, you think you talked to Diver? They were they were missing a few too. So yeah, they, a, were, they were missing a couple. Um, obviously VNL. Um, Finals are on, um, and yeah, so a couple were out of contention because of that, and um, yeah, Dyer's, um, yeah, daughter Bree was was out uh, with illness, oh, so yeah, damn, yeah, yeah um, it, they were missing a couple, um, but to be fair, Seymour were missing um, Jess Lalo as well. No, I it was um, Nikita Singe was, oh. was out. Nikita Singe, yeah, so they had Casey yeah. Adamson who Casey plays, Adamson was there. Yes, yeah, he's a. A super netballer talent, so yeah, she um, is. A, yeah, she obviously played play for Collingwood, an absolute, absolute star. Yeah, she was a uh, class above out there on the court. I thought, yeah, they had, yeah, everyone. Jess Lalo was out there. They had the um, you know, Sarah Sukowski in in defence. You know, Courtney Aldis. So, shows yeah. they're beatable though. It shows it they're does. beatable. Yeah, I feel like it'd be interesting. I think. Yeah, Seymour do, do do play United. I think in the last round, for, oh, the second last or last round from memory. So that would be an absolute ripper. I think up here at Deakin. So, and in terms of the. Golden Valley League football, we almost saw uh, Achuka being beaten. I mean, I know that it's a tale of two halves and that after halftime that, you know, they were down by 16 at the main break and then in the after the halftime they went on and kicked 11 goals to two in the second half, which is just yeah, something crazy. That, yeah. Like, the last time that happened to Kyabram in a game uh, in a half of footy is just, yeah, you're going back a fair few seasons and, and years. Um, but yeah, it, that first half, it, it showed that you know, Achuka could be, uh, you know, 
could be caught and they could be beaten. Um, yeah, because yeah. a lot of people thinking it's a it is a one horse race. Like really, yeah, like, but it's, it's not the first time it's happened to. They're a dollar well. ten favorite for me at the moment. Yeah, well, it's, it's not the first time it's happened to a chicken. They were losing to Marubna up there about about a month ago, and yeah, Mansfield sort of had him. Um, yeah, had him pretty close at halftime as well. So yeah, they are perennial mm, slow starters. I mean, obviously the third quarter they've shown that they're never able to really uh, you know, separate themselves, but. Yeah, if you get a slow start in a final and it's raining, you never know. That'll dent their confidence, I reckon, as well, because it'll be hanging over their head, you know, um, first quarter, well, you know. What, <laughs> Sorry, what you who's, say, whose chair is that, just uh, by the way? Is that yours, Zach? It's just, Zach's. Uh, it's usually yeah, me sitting man. over there. So I, I thought it was just me. But <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> nah, uh, look, let's keep going on with the podcast. I reckon it's now time for some GVL data. GVL Data is proudly brought to you by the Moama Bowling Club. Get on down to the region's premier sports and entertainment destination. Yes, GVL Data. It's a a new segment that we're doing here at the... uh, Rundown podcast with the Midday Warriors. Almost, I was looking. Oh, at, I, was, I, was, I was waiting for I was it. Close to doing it, um, but not. Nah, look, mate, pulled through. Showed me strength, uh, mental strength there. Uh, yeah. So GBL data, just obviously something that we've been doing at the news now for the past couple of uh, months, and um, yeah, statistics in the Golden Valley Football League. So no, nah, it's been uh, it really. It's been really good. I really um, enjoyed it, yeah. It has been. been. No, it's a good crunch in the numbers. And GVL Fantasy is something that we're thinking about bringing in. So just uh, for all those listening in, keep your eyes out for that because that's something that we're going to try and uh, bring in and for the last couple of rounds and then hopefully uh, bring, bring it back bigger and better next year. Um, for, yeah, that will just change the game a little bit, I Keep reckon. your eyes and ears peeled for that one. Uh, yeah, exactly. So um, I reckon who wants to start us off? I'll kick off. Oh, Daniel. Why not? Daniel, um, new ball. Yeah, well, <laughs> with the new ball, oh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll lead it, lead the pack. Um, yeah, I just obviously before you were talking about Marupna um, versus Seymour, and I had a bit of a look at that game, um, in particular the catch first quarter, um, which was very impressive. Um, yeah, obviously you boys struggled in a bit late, so you missed the start of the first quarter, but um, boy, oh boy, uh, were the Cats dominant. They are uh, 16 inside 50s to five. Oof. And I reckon there was one point in the first quarter where, you know, getting towards the end where the ball didn't leave their forward half. They were just dominant. Um, and it shows as well, like Seymour had more disposals, more uncontested um, marks, but um, Marupna had more contested possessions. So they Seymour were chipping around the back and Marupna mm. just, just built a wall. Yeah, um, and they just kept it in there, which is and pretty interesting to see. Yeah, that's a good one to pick up, Daniel. And it's interesting because we noticed that uh, last weekend at the footy, didn't we? In that third quarter or fourth quarter, I just forget. But we noticed that Seymour were chipping the ball around a fair bit in their defensive end, and just couldn't penetrate. And when they did, like I think they were able to get the ball forward a few times in the third quarter, but they just weren't really doing much with it in um, going forward. But yeah, that. Uh, it's really interesting interesting to to, to well interesting to find out. Yeah, they were lucky as well because Marupner only scored thirty eight percent of the time they went inside forward fifty. So while that was always up there, they only got a couple of goals out of it. So it's yeah, same it, pressure. Seymour, you know, they're chipping around the back. That's their game style, obviously. Um, but you know, against a team like a Chuka or something, if they can kick 
kick straight, um, yeah, it, it will hurt them. No, very good. And Zach, have you got uh, anything um, for me? I mean, I've got something for, for Zach's stats, but I'll leave that for later. Oh, well, oh. I've, got, but I've, got, I've got something else if you want it to. Oh, two. Oh, look, just uh, far away. And today I was having Keep a look quick. at today I was having a look at uh, BJ Squire's uh, recent patch of form. Obviously the uh, long the long sleeve Swans captain, mate, absolute yeah. absolute, absolute star. But yeah, I was having a look, and after since round nine, since six seven games I believe that is now, he has not gone under <laughs> thirty one disposal thirty one disposals. Yeah, wow, just absolutely crazy. And then in in the last three, he's gone forty, thirty six, thirty nine. So he's you know he's just getting better. Mate, he's get a hard tag building. on him. They need a Zach Standish run around oh, just pinching him all day. <laughs> That's it. But it's, the thing that got me was his um his his, his uncontested numbers. So yeah, obviously he had thirty nine against Chef on the weekend. Thirty of them were uncontested, and the Bears have just let him cruise around for twenty three handball receives. So, yeah. I mean, surely by, like, the 15th, you'd realise that they want to give him the ball and you'd try and stop him. But, anyway, it, yeah, he's just—he's obviously the one that the Swans just want the ball in his hands. So, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, if they're able to get the ball into the BJ, um, BJ's hands and he's their prime user of the ball, a good one is to check out what his uh, kicking efficiency is like. I've found that if they—if his kicking efficiency is anywhere, like, you know, under, like, 50s and, un, like, low, it can be, like, 40s and 30s, that... that they're not doing that well. Like yeah. So really when he's using the ball well and you know they can get the ball in his hands, they seems to be um, yeah. you know, a Swans win. So it's, yeah. it's been one I've noticed. And obviously, yeah, the, the Swannies have you know had a really good hot patch of form as well, obviously beating Seymour. The other week had a nice win against Bears. They were relatively competitive against um, Uroa as well the other week. So, yeah, just interesting stuff there from BJ. So thought no. I'd leave you with that little one. Thank you. I've got one and it's Chris Jansen. Yeah, this is big. This is big. <laughs> Chris Jansen, uh, Rochester midfielder, former VFL captain down at North. Um, played Sample at uh, Central Districts, I believe. But yeah, anyway, he's an absolute star of the of the competition. He had forty eight disposals on Saturday against Tatura. Forty eight. Forty eight touches of the that's pill. A lot. That's a lot of that's. A, yeah. It's nearly what I've had this season, mate. Forty eight touches. It kicked yeah. five goals too. Like that. It's just ridiculous. That's a day out. That is a day out. Yeah. It's it's remarkable. And, yeah, so in terms of, I know we were talking about GBL Fantasy before, so data points, which is a new thing that we've been able to to tap into, he had 219 data points. Double ton, him him and Dizzy. For for those of us that uh, (laughs) don't know uh, about fantasy, is that good? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Daniel, that is is good. (laughs) uh, If you're getting over 100, you're having a good game, so... Yeah, no, yeah, normally when you turn up, it's... um Yeah, yeah. 200 is, yeah. Stupid. Double points. Yeah, yeah. That is, that is just... Um, Put your captain on him and thanks for coming. Um, so, yeah, no, a, a massive day there for, for Chris. Um, so, yeah, GBL data. Um, proudly brought to you by the Moama Bowling Club. Um, make sure you get on down to the Moama Bowling Club. It's the... Premier destination in the region, so um, get on down. Yeah. Zach, you'll be there. You've been I'll there. I'll be there. Yeah, I've been. I've, I've stopped in once, mate. It's a uh, serious establishment, mate. There is a lot of stuff <laughs> going on in there, mate, from like from, from sports bars to pokies, mate. It is. Um, yeah, it is. It's big. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, now it's time for everyone's favourite new segment, Zach Stats. Scott needs to lift. I've just been trolling through all the numbers. A case of leather poisoning for Benji Obi this weekend. How good is GVL data? Holy. What a fantasy football pig that guy is. I love the crom. Dark Knight Rises. Go crom. Uh, 
<laughs> Zach stats. Doesn't fail to crack me up. Oh, mate. You've stitched me up there, but that's all good. I had to do it. Like, <laughs> when I made that the other week, I, um, yeah, geez, the dark night rises. That's an in house joke that <laughs> maybe some footballers might, uh, might get at. But I yeah, doubt I, I that. <laughs> if anyone gets that, they're, they're doing all right. Yeah. Anyway, um, Zach stats, take it away. Zach. Thank you, Aiden. Well, this week's um, Zach Stats has um, got a bit of a brotherly uh, taste to it. Um, obviously, we, we had a bit of a chat about the Seymour and Rupner game, and that's where we're going. Uh, the two uh, Seymour brothers, uh, Dylan and Rory, have just uh, combined for a big day out. Uh, Dylan's had 37 across half back, and Rory's gone, all right, mate, I'll have myself 32. So as a, as a pair, they've, uh, yeah, they've combined for 69 touches. So, yeah, something something very <laughs> wholesome. I don't know what you're laughing Come at, mate. <laughs> It's Come just, on, Daniel. Mate, it's just, it's, <laughs> I was, I was it's, it's just wholesome, mate. It's, it's kind of like when um, Katandra had the uh, the, the uh, six sets of brothers the other week. It's just it's just wholesome content. So I thought I'd, I'd bring that to the table, mate. If you look at, at the sharing from that day, yeah, the uh, the scopal DNA DNA would be uh, plastered all over it, I reckon. So yeah, it's just just, just a wholesome bit of a uh, bit of content for you. No. Good stuff there, mate. It uh, seems that we're still very immature young boys. Uh, oh, some of us are. Yeah, not me. Oh, man, I'm is... over here composed, yeah, no, calm, no. ready to <laughs> get on with the podcast. All right, Jason Mason. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, don't, don't, don't bring that to yeah, me. better than that, Zach. Come <laughs> on. Alrighty. Thank you for that, Zach. Yeah, let's keep cracking on now with the podcast. I think it's probably time to hear from Shepard and Gators coach, Josh Waite. Ahead of their elimination final this weekend, and it's we'll play that for you now. That's half time. You're listening to the rundown with the Midday Warriors. If you've got a story idea or a lunchtime league legend you want us to know about, hit us up at sport at shepnews.com.au or message us on social media. Let's get back to the action. Uh, thanks, Heaps, for putting some time aside to have a, a chat with us, mate. Ahead of what is going to be a big game for you boys this weekend, uh, you know, elimination final against RMIT. Talk us through it. How are you feeling ahead of this weekend? Yeah, no, it's really exciting to be able to play finals basketball, especially in front of a home crowd. And, you know, we're really looking forward to the challenge. They are, you know, they're a really quality team uh, led by their American, Stephen Coffey, so... We're really excited for the challenge. We're really looking forward to playing some high-level basketball and hopefully we, we can put on a good show for our home crowd and, and get the win. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned uh, RMIT. Obviously, you played them not, not long ago and, and got the win, I guess, yeah, down there at Bondura. Uh, what he's got to um, t- take out of that game, I think, from memory, Garrett w- went off in the last quarter and, and, and got you over the line? Yeah, definitely, yeah. He had a really good last quarter and started the game really well, set the tone and, and forced in, uh, you know, them the guards into a couple of little cheap turnovers and got a couple of cheap points. And then in the last quarter, he was able to get on the ring. So really looking back and, and seeing how that happened. And hopefully we can get plenty of those shots in the game this week. Beautiful. And what's been the, I guess, talk us through the mindset this week, um, Josh. I mean, you guys have been training, would have had training last night, being Tuesday night. Um, yeah, talk us through the mindset uh, within the team this week. Yeah, no, they're, they're all switched on. They're ready to go. We had a really good session last night. Um, you know, we're really looking forward to the challenge. You know, they're all switched on and ready to go and they realise that, you know, there's nothing to lose and we've got to make sure we come ready to play because if we don't, then, you know, they'll beat us. So, 
they, they're doing a good job making sure they're ready to go. Yeah, and how's the squad looking for the weekend, uh, Josh? Is there going to be sort of any changes that the uh, supporters can expect to see? No, everyone's sitting and fine, ready to go. I think Matt Bartlett, he's under an injury cloud, but there'll be more a game-time decision on whether he plays or not, but everyone else is uh, ready and raring to go. Absolutely, and I guess um, what are you sort of um, expecting out of the um, you know, the the rise in in intensity for for, for finals basketball? I guess yeah, um, yeah. What do you think is going to change um, this weekend in, in comparison to yeah the the regular season? Yeah, obviously it goes up in our level, but we've been pretty lucky to play three finals teams um, in our last three rounds, so we've been able to get a a good taste of what it's going to be like and really get ourselves ready to go uh, for finals basketball. That that intensity goes up another couple of levels so we felt like we've got some good hit outs in the last three rounds that's enabled us to be ready to go Saturday night absolutely and yeah what have you taken out of, out of the last fortnight I mean obviously it's been uh disappointing to go down to Bellarine and then uh Melbourne Uni on the weekend I guess yeah um yeah what have you sort of taken out of those last two games yeah no definitely always some positives you know we feel like when we move the ball well uh, we're pretty hard to guard but when we get stuck in the ball stuck in one or two hands, it's, it's not the way we play. So making sure we get plenty of ball movement is going to be key for us. And you know, when we've done that the last two rounds, we, we've looked really good. Um, and we've also been able to get some rest into some bodies that have needed some rest. So that's been fantastic as well, so that they're ready to go for Saturday night. Beautiful, mate. And this weekend, obviously, a, a home finals game. It, it's been a couple of years since um, yeah, Shepparton's been able to you know, welcome uh, finals basketball uh, to the city. Yeah, I guess. Um, how excited are you? Um, yeah, just to you know to get it. Yeah, get out there on Saturday night and hopefully have a, a huge home crowd behind you. Yeah, really excited. You know, we've been really lucky this year to have some really great support from the community, and it's great that we can reward all their support throughout the year and give them a home final this weekend. And hopefully, we can put on a really good show for them because you know. They're the sixth man, and hopefully they can get us over the line. Beautiful, and you mentioned uh, yeah, sixth man. There, there's been a, a couple of handy, uh, you know, I don't want to call them bench players, but they've been able to might not be a, a regular, but they've been able to step up this season. And you know, your likes of Gabe Evans and and Jordy Michelle and and the likes. How have you rated their season? Uh, yeah, so far this year. Yeah, no, they've done a really good job. You know, Jordy's done a really good job stepping up into the point guard role while Matt's been off the court and he's done a fantastic job of leading, leading the group when he's on the court and he's shooting the ball really well and, and Gabe, he's a really tough matchup and he does a really good job of getting on the ring and, and making us play with pace within our group and getting the ball off the defensive rebound and really pushing the tempo of the game. So they've both been fantastic this year for us. Absolutely, and I guess as well um, with you guys, the, the star power of, of, of Garrett Jefferson and um, and Dill Wilkie as well. I guess um, yeah, how much are you sort of uh, hoping to, to see them um, have have big games this weekend? Yeah, definitely. You know, they're an important part um, of our group, but I think they'll have just as big a job on the defensive end this week, uh, trying to nullify you know RMIT's two most important players in in Stephen Coffey and, and Daniel Steen. So. Hopefully they can score the ball, but more importantly, hopefully they can lock up those two and that will go a long way to us getting the win Saturday night. Absolutely. And just, just in terms of um, Saturday night, mate, um, you know, for, for, for those people in, in Sherpa who probably who might not have uh, anything to do, I guess, yeah, do, do you have a message to the community to, yeah, to, to, to come and get down and support the boys? Yeah, if you're doing nothing Saturday night, it's a great opportunity to watch some, some really good basketballers and some local players running around playing high-level basketball and 
hopefully you guys can get us over the line. No, nah, sounds like a plan, mate. I um, am looking. I know that Zach and I are looking forward to getting down there. Absolutely. I think Daniel's. Uh, I'm gutted. I can't can't yeah, go down this weekend, so can't make it down there. But yeah, I know Zach and I are keen to, to get down there and show our support um, for the boys and, and for yourself. Um, yeah, it's obviously really exciting to see you guys doing well and, and, and playing finals basketball. Um, yeah, we we appreciate you taking some time aside to chat to us and um, as you always do each each week this season. I know you probably might get a bit sick of us, but um, yeah, we, we really do appreciate it. And yeah, best of luck for this weekend. No, thank you. And, and thank you for all your support throughout the year. You've really helped promote the game. We're really excited to put on a nice show Saturday night for everyone. Fingers crossed. Yeah, hopefully the, uh, the season keep rolling past this weekend. That's the plan. That's the plan. Cheers, Joss. Have a good one. No problem. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks mate. mate. Yes, that was Shepherd and Gators head coach Josh Waite. They're chatting to the Midday Warriors a little bit earlier uh, today on this Wednesday, uh, August 3rd. Yeah, boys. Um, Gee, I'm excited. I'm Exciting getting times. pretty G'd up. Can't wait for that one this you weekend. Bet you're, uh, you're thinking about cancelling the trip to Hobart for, uh, for, for Gator time? Hey, you know, I might. Is there a live stream Get or something I can I can tune into? Maybe you could whip actually... out the uh, the Facebook live, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Whole game, yeah. <laughs> might do it. Logwood style. <laughs> Get the phone out. Uh, it could be could be on the cards. Um, no, so. Yeah, if you are, um, you know, around Shepparton this weekend, make sure you get down to the swamp and, and get your, you know, get behind the boys. And you know, it has been a long time coming. They haven't, uh, yeah, twenty nineteen was the last time they were able to play finals. So make sure you get on down and cheer them on. And yeah, hopefully they can get the dub. And if they get the dub, Zach, they'll be taking on Keysborough yes, next week with a home game yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, that's what uh, Sam Sam Bex, the uh, the Gators uh, power forward, was telling us um, this afternoon. I was yeah, I wasn't quite sure how that, how it was. So another go. home game. Yeah. So they'll yeah. So if they win this weekend, they take on Keysborough, uh, mm. who finished second, and then that would be um, so they play a home game on Saturday night, and then the next weekend, the following weekend, they'd play two games Saturday Saturday night away and Sunday away. Mm. At so like three games, yeah. Yeah. and then after that, it's another. Series. And after if they to win, if they were to win that, it'd be Straight the same thing. Granny. Yeah, the same Straight thing against uh, probably Melbourne Uni. So three games, Granny. Yeah, or more. Three game three. series, man. So yeah, so get around, get around your Gators is the uh, is is the message. Get down Gator the season. <laughs> swamp, that's it. Uh, cool, awesome. Uh, alrighty, I reckon lunchtime league legend. Lunchtime league legend. Yeah, we got one. Yeah, I've got one. Daniel, far um, away. Adam Fox. Berrigan's finest. Um, spoke to him I for the this. Cobram Courier this week, actually. Um, yeah, he's played for Cobram, Katamatite, Baruga. Um, so both Cobram and Baruga, which is a, a pretty rare thing. Um, and now he's at Berrigan. And yeah, he's hanging out the boots at the end of the year. So last uh, game of the regular season this weekend for Berrigan. So yeah, he's pulling on the suns. Um, pulling on the boots. He's been playing with his son. Yeah. Not pulling on the suns. <laughs> <laughs> he's been playing with his son uh, a couple of games this year. So... I thought he definitely deserved recognition for the lunchtime league legend. He's nearing nearing on uh, half yeah. century, isn't he? Yeah, he's nearing fifty. So the bat. still be pulling on the boots, getting out there playing. I think he's played a game in the in the seniors this year as well. Um, so it's pretty yeah, pretty incredible thing. He's um, got twenty five years on me, and I just can't imagine. Yeah, you're in here football. rolling into work, 
like yeah, wrapped up like the Michelin man in, in bandages. <laughs> I'm still sore from the weekend, mate. No, I had about three touches. And um, yeah, he's out he's here. Just, three touches. Yeah, though. I was going to say, I've heard, I've, I've heard rumors of a uh, last quarter just uh, t- team lifter. <laughs> Uh, the joke here is that I, like that's just so far from from the truth. Hey, even they, it, it's even been uh, it's even been you know, corroborated by, by by someone at at the Aussie on Saturday night as well. He was uh he was telling me the story. The a, been, the Aiden train so pulled up to the <laughs> station. The passengers got the pain on, train. and he just he just took them to the <laughs> promised land. Hey, put them on my shoulders. <laughs> so boys, boys, just let me do it. All right, hey, fourth it. quarter, pain train time. <laughs> Unfortunately, not the pain train. Am I going to keep that in? I don't reckon I'll keep that in. You've got to keep that in, mate. It's pain yeah. train time, baby. Shoo, shoo. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. All right, this is getting out of hand. Uh, uh, but yeah, Adam Fox. Um, yeah, what yes, a legend. Sorry, Adam, for taking um, taking away from you. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, he's in the running. So you know, trophies being made as we speak. The slab is being ordered. Yeah, so been on the on That's the a good one. I, I like that. Yeah, I reckon um, maybe not a slab. slab a Tasmania's finest, perhaps. No, we'll see. We'll, we'll, see. we'll work on it. We'll workshop it. Um, Dragon Christine would give us a card. To... Don't worry. No, it's <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, no, nah, we'll keep that one for later, mate. We'll park that. All right, park. Write <laughs> <laughs> write that one down. Uh, cool. Alrighty. Um, Canine chat. Let's wrap through it. Um, hey, I heard. Well, no, I heard you were. No, oh, you, you even yeah. said. You even said on Saturday that I, you were keen for this. I, so that's I reckon, right. I reckon we, we we just give you the give you the floor here. Yeah. Give yeah. me the floor. All right. Yeah. I've just led Tat. To the win, right, boys. I've just, you know, come off after the game. <laughs> Led them, just carried them on your back. Carried Pain them the victory. Jeez, I actually <laughs> can't keep a straight face. And then walked up to the uh, the canine lady and said, hey, love, what's, what do you got there in the Bay Marie? And she's... Yeah, it, it was... It, yeah, roast pork and gravy roll. And I'm telling you, boys, if they put that on again, do yourself a favour and hightail it to Tat Park and get... Yourself, one of those roles. Get on the pain train up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll carry you. It was, uh, yeah, not bad. Um, what did you boys get up to? Did you go to try anything at Marupna? No, I, I didn't actually. I did. I uh, had some of the best potato cakes I've had in a long time. They, really? were, un- they were unreal. They yeah. were unexpected. I didn't need so them. So not as good as the potato cakes we get here at work for... Um, for every second, what every second? Did day. you just swears? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cut that one out. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah they were unreal. So uh, I had that and a, and a chicken and gravy roll as well, and and that went down smoothly. Oh. How'd, you, how'd you go with the with the gravy this time, mate? Eh? Did it end up on your on your hands? Were you interviewing Die Hanslow with with gravy hands? Or did you I didn't have gravy, gravy hands, hands this weekend. Mate, that could be good. Gravy <laughs> hands, <laughs> web. Here we go. <laughs> gravy hands and hot dog. <laughs> And, and the pain train. <laughs> oh, three amigos. Oh, JK47. Oh. <laughs> the boys. The bless up. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I thought the canteen was good on the weekend. No. Zach, just nothing? No, nah, mate. It was Maroopness, so no go. No go. Interesting. <laughs> nah. <sighs> All right. I'm, I reckon I'm pretty going to get out of here. I've, uh, I've got things to do. Seven o'clock. On the dot, past yeah, my think, bedtime. Yeah, I think that's just, yeah, De- Devonport's about yeah. to start. I was so. about to say, mate, you better get home, watch your victory boys lose to um, Asia. Yeah. What is it? Oz Cup. Oz Cup, we got Victory Western and Devonport versus Wellington Phoenix. <laughs> Two games I got to watch at the one time. So, um, no, you, you get home for that and enjoy your weekend away, by the way. Mate, um, I will. You enjoy your weekend here. I will. At the Gators. I will. Saturday night. I can't wait. It's going to be big. 
Daniel will be big. You sure you don't want to cancel your trip? Uh, you know, I, I might make the call to, uh, to Richard Branson and, and just cancel my flights. So. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. I need to go. All right, right, Zach, Daniel, thanks for joining me uh, for another episode of the Rundown Podcast with the Midday Warriors. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you all next week. If you've got a story idea or a lunchtime league legend you want us to know about, hit us up at sport at shepnews.com.au or message us on social media.